Bad times don't last, but bad people do, and so does Stephen Naismith. Sack the board and everyone associated. My name is Jarvie, and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Simon, Cameron and Hammy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. How we doing, boys? It was... um. Our new manager, Stephen Naismith's first game in charge at the weekend there after he impressed with his style of play at the end of last season. But unfortunately, no new manager bounce there, was it? Did they not take charge of the Aberdeen game? Was he not the boss then? <laughs> he did, I. I was on holiday. I had a full week of absolutely no hearts. Did we Did we beat Aberdeen, did we? Aye, but it turns out only because they're absolutely shite. Aye. Wait till you hear about hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I did come back on Friday, so I did have a weekend of hearts there, and it was dreadful. Um, But aye, new manager, no no new manager bounce, um, and we played against a plucky mid-table tin pot Celtic club shop, having St Mirren away, and that went badly. Uh, to be fair, uh, they're now second place. They were in second place going into the game as well. well they're still a mid-table site. Their season ambitions is to finish in the top six. Same. <laughs> <laughs> it will be now. It will be if we didn't get rid of this fucking idiot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. First of all, going into that game, were you surprised that we got beat? No. After that Aberdeen win. Did you think there was a bit of a resurgence? Not expect to win on the road, no? No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but that is the way we lose that game against St. Mirren every single year. Right. Just just play absolutely shite. Aye, and just have them <laughs> completely out-want it, out-power us, everything, usual. Mm-hmm. It, aye, it, was, it was absolutely, absolutely hopeless. I had a draw on my coupon. Ambitious. Well, it was an ambitious draw on the coupon. And as usual, Hearts burst my coupon. <laughs> burst a six-hold with two draws and a couple of dodgy ones, and it came in all apart from Hearts, so fuck you, Hearts. Um, well, after that loss, the Hearts are back. We discussed that before. This is the Hearts back um, when we are shite. So how long? how long do you think he's got left? when's the next international break so Cameron you said he'll still be in charge at Christmas a couple of weeks ago and I just had a heart attack in my my dining room chair here what's your thoughts now do you think he can turn that around oh I look at look at Mr Pro Naismith having a go at me (laughs) (laughs) no worries (laughs) (laughs) no worries Um, (laughs) look if if history tells you anything, this this will linger on for a while. Hmm. Or could it? Hammy, Simon, Paddy, can you? Do you think there'll be a, a quicker decision made, or do you, could you see this lingering into Halloween territory? Mm. Uh, I think he's got till Christmas. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Fucking hell! Nah, I think Hibs game will be D Day. He's playing Hibs really? in Celtic in October. He's not going to be judged off the back of that, other than if we... But I, I, I appreciate Hammy making the point that 
at home to Hibs, that should be a game. Yeah, no, I. We should find unacceptable to lose. Whereas obviously, all the other ones come on away and stuff. You can lose them justifiably. I don't think you can lose. I really don't think you can lose at Ross County away, and think that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're they're tired for Europe, eh? They're not good. And on a on a percentage scale, zero yeah. to a hundred here. How confident are you of us getting past Kilmarnock tomorrow night in the League Cup? No. <laughs> nah, not really. No percent. I'd say 10% just because it goes to penalties. We might get through 90 minutes, no, no. <laughs> That's genuinely probably our only hope. Yeah. Use well, wait, wait and hold that. <laughs> Cameron's thought of a by herself. <laughs> Let me just write that down. Good one, Hammy. I hope one of your by ourselves as well, Stephen Ace, would be in charge when we play Ross County at the weekend. <laughs> I'll add that. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, so somewhere between nay percent and 10% I worked out from the panel there. Um, but I genuinely got Kilmarnock away tomorrow in the Cup, which we're already out of the Scottish. So I'd like to think, in all honesty, to give it a bit of a more balanced view, I'd like to think that this is the kind of game where you could really go for it. Like there is literally it's a it's a cup tie. You throw everything at it and the repercussions are the what's the worst that you, you lose the game. Albeit that is it's a bad result. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, you might as well go out and try. You should. Isn't it just bizarre, like from, from the style of play we saw from the end of last season under Naismith, it's just the polar opposite now. Like it, it really is. Nielsen reincarnated the style of football with the percentage, the lack of shots on target. It's um, It just feels like it's all went Pete Tong for Naismith and his predecessor, McAvoy, and you just can't. He's just had a two-week break with the team for training, and it still didn't change there against St. Marin. So it's hard to see light at the end of the tunnel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the, the players don't look like they're playing up to their sort of best ability that we've seen them play for that which is a worrying sign mm-hmm. That's it. it's not like we're getting beat because we're um, missing chances or there's been a wonder goal here and there like we, we genuinely look like we're, the players don't have a clue what they're meant to be doing and when when it's that style of play when it's when it's that the issue it's the manager's fault at the end of the day and we've I'm not given this the same as we've probably given it in the last few seasons where you go you know what we've had loads of key injuries and that he's actually had most of the squad to pick for the whole time like the squad yeah, that he went definitely. in the season I, I get that Gordon and Halkett but they were long term injuries they were out before he took over so mm-hmm. he's had most of his squad to pick from that's the squad he worked with in the summer so yeah. why there isn't some sort of cohesive plan in terms of how we go about a game seems baffling to me mm-hmm like how do we progress the ball? What's our plan for moving forward? Well, it's like we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's someone having a moment of magic, and we rely on that. And more often than not, in any football team, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gone are the days of the Maverick. Mikalunas. <laughs> Bit of Phil Stamp, Phil Stamp in there. Uh, it's uh, frustrating stuff. But so Kilmarnock tomorrow in the cup away, Ross County away at the weekend, which is a tricky tie. We normally come out of there by a draw. 
And if we get a draw, I could see it continuing on into that derby. But like you say, Cameron, get, if we get knocked out of the cup tomorrow, 90 minutes or not, and if we get beat away to Ross County, that's unacceptable for me. He has to go. And that there'd be... I can only imagine the state of the plaza. <laughs> can only imagine. I'd do it. Can you do a buy or sell? Will a window on the main stand get smashed? <laughs> oh, Jarvis. Um, yeah. And even if he does, say we, say we get a draw or win against Ross County, we go into the derby, get beat there, and it's going to be, again, you can't see that continue. And then we're at home to Celtic and away to Rangers. GZ, fucking peeps, man. That's far too long for you to project into the future. You you, re- you react on a minute-by-minute basis. I, know <laughs> I mean, like I said before, I wanted Naismith myself to get the job at the end of last season, but we're just not seeing it. Is it because of the whole weird coaching setup with McAvoy we had that it never carried on the momentum? Who knows what the issue is, but it's fucking shit. <laughs> Nah, I, like, I think the McAvoy thing's all a big red herring now. He's had enough time and has still been there for the exact same. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as much as you want to sort of deflect a wee bit, nah, I think Naismith needs to own this and either stand up or fuck it up. Yeah. Um, Stephen Naismith said that our first block of games, so that domestically and European qualifiers up to that international break there were, were very challenging fixtures. They're the easiest run you'll get. <laughs> yeah. That's why I put that straight on the agenda when I heard the little shite bag say <laughs> we literally thought we would win every game domestically when the fixtures are out. And a club our size should have beat every one of those teams domestically. We are the hearts of Midlovian. Can we be going to fucking Paisley and getting beat, regardless of how good a run they're on. They're doing a good job, they've got some decent players. But we should be wiping the floor in fucking Paisley. And I know our waveform's been shite for years, but it's still no excuse. This podcast could literally be the first one we ever did. <laughs> 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 <It's Paisley>. <laughs> <laughs> we went full circle. <laughs> QC Thompson preparing <laughs> <laughs> It was was the sheer sheer anger of our performance in Paisley that spawned this podcast. (laughs) It was. Standing in a fucking three-piece suit in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) So that was Naismith's shitty comments about the um, first block. It's post-match interviews. He just seems like... See, when you hear um, Kettlewell or Stephen Robinson... These managers are just full of energy and charisma. You know, even if they drew or got beat, they're still, you know, they, they're upbeat and they're saying, you know what, we'll turn it around. Naismith is literally like talking to a midday 14-year-old. <laughs> so, Jarvis, Naismith in a route. Oh, I am 110% Naismith <laughs> um, And I was before that. I was that. Uh, if you could ask me at the end of the Aberdeen, game and I would have still been this with it. Question. In your mind, does the manager position need to exist? Because you don't like anybody ever. <laughs> I think from podcast a couple of weeks ago, I think there's a a huge cultural issue at the club. And if if it were, if it were up to me, Cameron, we would sack 
the whole board. We would bring in new blood. We would sack every coach, including Liam Fox, who might manage us in the dugout against Hibs. Uh, every single one of them, and you bring in a new manager, new to Scottish football, and you start again, and you end the whole existing culture. That's what I would do. New players, new stadium, new fans. Players are fine. We've got a good squad. But I am all... Well, I was at it. I'd just delete the whole fucking club. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to Kickback Live. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that, that was like in the next point, Cameron. What do you think? Do you feel at this stage field experiment? I know you're kind of not battering down the door for Naismith to get sacked now. But do you feel Joel Savage has to take accountability here for what's happening with the board? Do you think it goes higher than the manager? Um, I think if it doesn't improve and it doesn't really show signs of improvement so far, then absolutely it lies at the feet of those that made the decision not to put someone qualified in that role. I mean, I said at the time, there was a perfect opportunity to go and scour you know, the world for somebody. And we interviewed, for what I can understand, two people. Mm-hmm. One of them was already here. <laughs> and it was the person that we never interviewed that actually got the job in Frankie McAvoy. <laughs> Very true. The whole thing just reeks of tin. Really don't like it. Um, <clears throat> in terms of moving forward, I've I've said what I think. I, I think Naismith needs emptied, obviously. Uh, so if, in, if the man if the vacancy does come up, Sofintes is surely going to go straight in as the bookies' favourite. Hammy isn't he? Considering he was the only person interviewed outside of the club previously, do you think he could be a wee bit kind of offended or embarrassed or, or something about coming back to it? If I was him, I'd be telling Hearts to fuck off. Right, <laughs> he's, of course he's, he's, he's mm-hmm. done all right. So I was looking at his record earlier, and he's had two losses in the last ten games or something. I think one about seven of them. His team are up to fifth, just off fourth in the league. He seems to have had a pretty good season. So, uh, yeah, I'd, if I was, let's say, if I was ever to tell us fuck off, we'd seem like a bit of a basket case at the moment. Mm-hmm. No doubt, if we do reapproach him, he'll say, "If you, if you want me, I want double." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be well within his rights to. This is part of the reason that you, I don't think you can make up. A- quick decision on Naismith. Like, inbuilt in there is the fact that you kind of almost need to let somebody run, otherwise, when you go out there to look for somebody, yeah, exactly. you look like a club that doesn't know how to manage managers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, and he, we are now. If Naismith is to go now, he's got his own way of playing football. That'll take time to implement at Hearts. And he's just seen the last manager get, like, five games at the start of this season. Hmm. No manager's going to want to come into a situation like that. Hate to break it to your hearts. <laughs> Aye, we, we do look like a disaster. Like we really do, but on many levels. Away from Sofentes, Alex Neil is on a sugarly peg at Stoke. Um, he's very worked very closely <laughs> with McAvoy and Savage previously. Um, done well at Hamilton before. Done very well at Norwich. Could come to Scottish football and do a, do a good job for us, couldn't he? I don't know if he's interested. Never know. Because he done well at Sunderland, then got poached him out of Stoke. And I was reading earlier there, apparently he's on like 20 grand a week at Stoke. Which is a lot of money. 
Uh, I think it was, I was reading some. I remember when Levine's salary got leaked and trying to think like if, if Nielsen got the same contract when he got his recontract, he was probably on the most five grand a week thereabouts. So there's a real gulf there when you start looking at man- managers like that. Um, no idea what you'd be talking for effects, but probably more closer in that that ballpark. Um, lots of people wanting Chris Wilder. Again. Again. Back to the old back five. <laughs> back five overlapping center center backs on the narrowest pitch in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Be good fun. Um, Derek McInnes, of course, his name would be up there. And Stephen Robinson, who seems like a really decent and dedicated and tactically sound <laughs> manager. It's just not all a bit of the same shit, though, like taking yeah. people from the same dire pool of managers. I actually think the pool of managers in Scotland is quite decent. You know that. Saying that, Robinson has done well at Motherwell, done shite in Fleetwood, came back up the road and done class again with Sid Mirren. So, there you go. Who knows what happens next? Moving on to some more cheerier stuff, maybe. But we'll, we'll be coming back on it next month, I'm sure. Uh, Ophaya is back in, in training, um, and he was actually there in Paisley for the worst game in history at the weekend. <laughs> good to see that one stage when the rumours came out we, we didn't think of I would play football again so it was good to see he's actually came back so soon it looks like he is a-okay um, Cameron I, I thought we were moving on to your stuff but I've got here you actually made an observation about only one podcast member seeing a goal this season oh, yeah. <laughs> other than Hammy we all missed the Aberdeen game so uh, Hammy's <laughs> the only one and this includes me and you Jarvie going to Dundee um, mm-hmm. Hammy's the only one to see a league goal in person this season. <laughs> <laughs> That's mental. And, and the earliest we'll see one would be the would be the derby in October. <laughs> Fucking hell! Why do we bother? Eh? That is insane. I was at the Partick Thistle game. I know that's not the league. That's I was. All. I was also. I was. That was up. Oh, that's where you were. Can't really imagine that happened now. Scored four. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, Nathaniel Atkinson's injury could be a very bad one. And could... we'll never find it. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we'll never get told. He'll just come back one day. <laughs> or not. He's not been given a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> Is his contract up at the end of the season? I think he's so. not. Did he join the same time as Cami? I think he joined a year after, didn't he? Can't remember. No, I joined in a January. He's maybe got a wee bit more time left. Bye. He'll be out six weeks to six months. Probably the current <laughs> time scale. <laughs> I liked a full. It was like thirty-six hours later. There was a, a kind of semi-statement from the club confirming that he was getting a scan. It's like all right. These are, these are a bit slow in the old Orium medical department, aren't you? They can get emptied as well, by the way. <laughs> Atkinson has another year after this. Oh, does he? Yeah. They can certainly get emptied as well. Um, so, in terms of right-back, Ophaya, his quality against Partick, 
didn't look very very good any other time. But he's probably going to slot in there. But realistically, it's going to be Toby Civic, who was a central midfielder all his life until last season. Now a centre back, now going to be playing it right back, isn't it? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> nah, signed for Yovo, mate. He's done. He's gone. Got it. Mm-hmm. Are Yovo not non league? I don't watch that pish, didn't he ask me? <laughs> don't watch anything south of the border. I don't know, actually. Yovo. It's a it's a town in a civil parish in Somerset, apparently. <laughs> Good content, this. Oh, they're very non-league. No, very non-league. Yeah, they got relegated from the non-league top division last season. So, oh, Michael Smith. <laughs> Jeez, they are. Yeah, they are. They're very very non-league. <laughs> He's probably better than, better than us. for us, like. <laughs> I probably fucking mid. He's probably just training on a Tuesday and Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, well. He's in fucking Yeovil, though. Right, he's getting played, paid more than he was at Hearts. He's <laughs> probably similar amount, I. Um, Paddy, you touched on it there, that two bits of cheating is to end this fucking shitty news segment on. Cammy Devlin has had a, a year added to his deal at the club, so he is now contracted till the end of next season. So it's good to see we've at least done something proactively. Um, considering he would have been available to sign a pre-contract with someone else come January 1st. Are you happy to see it? Yeah, he's a good, decent squad player. Um, and nobody's really looked good this season, so it's hard to tell whether they're good players or not. But mm-hmm. it's good we're going to have numbers going into next summer and not just bare bones and signing 12 players like Aberdeen did this season it's working really, really well for them mm-hmm. on his day Cammy Devlin's phenomenal yeah um, mm-hmm. big, big game player too I always think he yeah. always does really good in Europe especially the games we get beat <laughs> he always seems to stand out as had <laughs> him, but he kind of helped that he's not the one scoring the goals so he has tried previously too mm-hmm. Um. And I was at the Skyline on Saturday night. Edinburgh's number eight restaurant? I think it was like 13. Food <laughs> oh, no. was a bit salty from all the tears following the, the defeat. <laughs> I thought Paddy, but no, it was a, a superb meal. I, I could only recommend it extremely highly. <laughs> that made no Maybe sense. we should just go into the restaurant game. Fuck with the football, just open a chain of Skylines. That's the worst decision I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you'd need to, for it to be a skyline, you'd have to only open it up on high buildings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Got the brain trust in the night. Skyline New York. And by the way, the actual view of the skyline shite. <laughs> yeah. I just say that shite. But the food, the service, everything else, quality. So the Skyline kebab pies are the only two good things at our football club. All about the food. Right, before we move on to talk about the St Mirren game, we're going to have a wee break from, I need to cool down because I'm so fucking angry. Uh, Go to Simon for Simon Says. Cool, so Jarvie missed it last week, so he is currently bottom on 10. Uh, then we've got Paddy on 15, Hammy on 25, Cameron in the lead with 26. 
So we'll just go straight into it. Five players, five clues, mere points, less clues. Player number one, clue number one. I was born in Dublin in 1978. Okay. I came through the Leeds United Youth System and made Paddy. 10 international appearances with zero goals. Pa- Here we go, Paddy. Eddie White. Incorrect. Garvey. <laughs> okay, next. Garvey. I think I've got this wrong with the year, but is it Stephen Elliott? It is not Stephen Elliott, no. So that's two people out. It's been Hammy and Cameron. Clue number three. I was the other guy signed to go to Leicester with Mark DeFries and Craig Levine oh, for the 04-05 season, sorry. Damn it! Irish. Fuck. Nobody in for this? I fucking know it. Okay, clue number four. I was a secret agent for Hearts <laughs> when I signed for Hibs in 2012, getting them relegated the following year. Oh, Hammy. Hammy yeah. for two points. Is it Alan Mabry? Correct, it's Alan Mabry. That puts you on 27. And clue number five was I'm the current Edinburgh City manager, Alan Mabry. I like how old Paddy thinks Eddie White is. (laughs) 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 His hair looked Um, like he was born in 76. (laughs) Okay, clue number two, clue number one. I was born in Glasgow in 1992. This one's quite difficult. Okay, clue number two. I mean, that could be so many players. I came to the Celtic Academy and I've made zero international appearances. Clues well. I don't think he actually made an appearance for Celtic either. Okay, clue number three. I was part of the league winning side, scoring a hat trick on my first league start. That's a championship Hearts league winning side. Jarvie. Yeah. No, it's wrong. Do I have to say right. it? No, 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 no. Any more? Anyone want to guess? Okay. No. Okay. I left Hearts and went on to join Hibs, winning the Scottish Cup in 2016. What? They played in that final as well. Hammy. Hammy. Is it James Keaton's? It's James Keaton's. Oh, oh. Two points to Hammy. He's up to wow. 29. He's won the championship about four times. Right, well, clue <laughs> number five is I am a Scottish championship specialist. <laughs> okay, player number three, clue number one. I was born in Hamilton in 1976. Okay, clue number two. I came through the Hamilton Academy, made 25 international appearances and scored one goal. Okay, now this award is the SPL Player of the Year and it only ran from 03 to 2013, but he is only one of two players from outside the old firm to win this award. Right, fingers on Cameron. buzzers. Paddy. Oh, 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 that was Cameron on clue three. It's not... No, it's not. Is it Paul Hartley? It's Paul Hartley. <laughs> oh, what a shot. <laughs> points to Cameron. <laughs> so I put some joint joint top on 29 clue number 4 this is what I said fingers on buzzers I scored a hat trick in the 2006 Scottish Cup semi-final and then got sent off in the final and clue number 5 was I look like a work in a chippy Paul <laughs> Hartley but he okay. smells like it as well 
Player number four, clue number one. I was born in Edinburgh in 1981. Okay, clue number two. Fingers on buzzers. I came to the Manchester United Academy before <laughs> international appearances and zero goals. I personally heard Jarvie first. Michael Stewart. It is Michael Stewart. This is yeah. six here somewhere. I was definitely before you. Shut up. <laughs> I've, I've got the recording of this. I'll tell you. First or not. You'll fucking edit it. <laughs> Clue number three was I was called a bell end by Craig Levine live on air. <laughs> Clue number four I won the Denzel Aaron reserve player of the season with winners also including Nicky Butt, John O'Shea, Darren Fletcher and Giuseppe Rossi. Clue number five, after being sent off against Hamilton, I tried to kick something whilst walking down the tunnel and fell on my arse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Player number five, clue number one. I was born in Manchester in 1997. Cameron. Okay, Cameron. Is it Dimitri Mitchell? <laughs> yes, Dimitri Mitchell. <laughs> These are, what? These are all players that have played for Hearts and Hibs. He got it! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Five points to Cameron. Okay, so Cameron's gone to 34 there. Clue number two for Dimitri Mitchell was, I came to the Manchester United Academy and I've made zero international appearances. After He didn't sign for Hearts. After joining Hearts for a second time on loan, I claimed I had unfinished business before being injured for the season in January 2019. Number four, I won the Denzel Hurrens Reserve Player of the Season with winners also including Nicky Butt, John O'Shea, Darren Fletcher, Giuseppe Rocky and Mike Rossi and Michael Stewart. And clue number five was I have also played for Hibs like everyone else on the list. Is is he still at Hibs? Uh, no, he's at Exeter, I think. Okay. And he's also now like the biggest troll. He's had a top. breakdown, Jarvie. He's had a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> so points at the end of that is in bottom, but only why one point was Jarvie as a niller for Paddy, who's still on 14, second Hammy on 29. And Cameron on 34. I've lost a point this week. You should. You were on 15. You're now on 15. You should do that. You should take a point off every time we guess and it's the wrong answer. And you've got to also set fire to your hair. Until, <laughs> until the next players. But what would you do about Hammy? Hey, well, that's mean. <laughs> well, he doesn't have hair. It's a fair point. <laughs> Your beard. beard. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you, Simon. Just happy to get one a week. That'll do me. That'll do me. Moving on to the St. Mirren game. Uh, after two weeks with the squad, Stephen A. Smith having a look at his players, um, he decided to play Cami Devlin on the wing. Simon, tell us <laughs> the rest about the start <laughs> 11 in that, please. Um, yeah, another Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff. Now we're not in Europe at this time of year. We're getting a few more of these. So fair play to all the fans who went up to Paisley. Once again, complete waste of your fucking Saturday. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was an odd formation. We thought maybe it would be quite narrow with the three centre mids, but nah, he just played Cammy Devlin on the right. So we had Atkinson, Kent, Rolls, Kingsley at the back, with Xander Clark and goal. The centre mids were Benny and Neuenhoff, and then Devlin, Boyce, Vargas and Shanklin. Like we were just saying, not really sure what the plan was. Seemed very reactive. Seemed like there was no fight or passion. I also was looking at the St Mirren squad. 
apart from striker, I'd probably change all our positions groups for St. Mirren's team. <laughs> wow. They definitely have a better defence in midfield. And I don't know if that's actual player talent or if that's coaching, but every time we play them, they look such a better team. Stephen Robinson is a very good manager. The other good team, Ryan Strain, should should have pulled the trigger and signed him in the summer. Yeah, uh, every time I see him, I think we've missed an opportunity not bringing. I don't know if it was ever even a possibility, but I always think we should have got him in. And Bacchus in midfield, how dare they have an Australian? Who's <laughs> better than any of ours? <laughs> Mark O'Hara, good on his day. Would they want Gogic? Well, I'll be there. No. He always plays well. I'm pretty sure um, Robert Borthwick was saying he always turns up for St Mirren against Hearts, and it's mm. true. He always seems to have an absolute blinder against us. No. Bastard. <laughs> the, the goal. What the fuck? Are you doing, Shander Clark? It does sound like he calls for it, isn't it? And it also looks like he puts his hand up straight away to sort of apologise. Yeah. I'm so done. So done with Shander Clark. It's like he hesitates. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. poor goalkeeper. Like, really poor goalkeeper. Yeah. How the f- oh, Yeah, no, the whole thing was shite, actually. He's regressed so much. He was so good at St Johnston. I think it's a bit harsh. I don't think he's been too bad. I don't like him. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm done. Hopefully, when's Craig Gordon back next season? <laughs> Fuck's sake. I'd, I'd like to see us give that the young boy McGowan a shot. Can <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get any fucking worse? Um, there's nothing really to talk about from the game, is there? Because we just passed the ball a bit sideways for 90 minutes. Yeah, no plan. So Mirren could probably could have had about four or five goals if they were slightly a bit luckier. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. Yeah. Right. We got yeah. absolutely battered. Yeah, I don't think I've been so angry at halftime for about a fortnight because <laughs> 68% possession, two shots and none on target. Yeah, I don't think teams worry about what we're going to do because I think they think as long as we just sit in a low block, Hearts have absolutely no plan on how to break us down. Mm-hmm. Like Cameron's currently got a credit card in his mouth. He's either going to give himself a Chelsea smile or he's that bored <laughs> he's doing some online shopping. <laughs> um, I was in the process of looking for things that I could possibly do on days where Hearts are playing. I found some. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your season ticket in your mouth? You're just trying to destroy it. No, no, no I'm just booking myself up some better stuff than tickets. <laughs> um, 68% in the first half. Second half, we, we actually had more of the ball. 71%, but we did man- muster nine shots and three on target in the second half. But it did improve and we had chances at the very end, but ultimately it was it was just... Pathetic. Really, really yeah. shit. You knew it was going to be one of those games as well, just for the first 10 minutes. You just thought, I oh, were never getting in this. St. Mirren just always seemed to want it more. They always seemed to just be fighting a bit harder. 
have an idea of what their plan is. They've clearly been organised through the week. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Proper manager. <laughs> um, Nathaniel Atkinson's injury spoke about any other any uh, key moments spring to your mind I suppose it's good to see Benny well that's right Benny actually didn't play bad did he no I think there is like that's the thing when we actually go player for player you think it's a good team but then when you watch them on the pitch you're like who the fuck are these guys <laughs> right and I think we were having a conversation a couple of weeks back about, oh, does it give us a problem while Hav gets back? No, because you drop rolls. Yeah, you so have to, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And you can't really overthink right. it, can you? No. no. Frankie Kent, by the way, it looks like it wasn't his fault for the goal that was Shander Clark, but he had another solid game. Six out of six aerial Jules won. Um, and a, a whole host of other decent stats. So, you know, but we've got decent players. Shame about the manager, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Just move on from St. Marini. Um, but first, I can only imagine, Harry, how's Jambles kickback doing? away and don't talk a lot of shame. Well, there was threads about protests, there was threads about recruitment management, there was threads about the board. I think I think they're very much like you, and maybe you've been on it, but everybody is to get sacked. Remember William Lansfield? Even he's got a thread about him. <laughs> Nobody knows what he does. Nobody seems to know what Joe Savage does either, but I decided let's have a look at see look towards the killer game and, and what fans think. So it starts off uh, on a high note. I don't care. I live and work 10 miles from Kilmarnock and didn't even know this game was on this week until the, they told me because they're going. They asked me if I was going. Not a chance. They asked me who I think will win. Kilmarnock. And I frankly, <laughs> I don't even give a fuck. I love Hearts. It's my club and I love it. But I am completely out of hope and faith in everyone who's there to do right by it. <laughs> well... Jesus uh, Christ, we seem pretty positive on the year. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, somebody else remarked, uh, with Celtic out, the opportunity is there to win it. Are these players really going to let Kilmarnock win this and have some diddy team likely lift the cup? Endless diddy teams have won this trophy and we continue to fall short. really want some kind of fight from these impostors that call themselves Hearts players. And I want to say is I'm going, but can't say I'm expecting much. Should be fun one way or another, though. We either win, and it's happy days for the evening, or lose, and it's toxic, and we get to vent at the management team. Um, and I want to say is all Kelly have to do is what St Mirren did today, score early and see out a 1-0 win. We are so easy to play against on our travels, it's not that, even sh- fun. Surely that's every team in every game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hearts are harmless away from home the most softest clueless shite bags any football club could welcome to their home it's sickening sickening lads um, can't see our wee lambs and kittens doing anything in this game eliminated and on to county 2-0 killy and easily um, we've signed utter dross and we have an amateur management team killy win easily again um, just looked at our record against Kelly, and in our last 10 games, dating back to 2018, we have won once. 
lost 7, won 1 and drawn 2. Pathetic reading, really. I knew our record was bad against them, but not that bad. Absolutely no faith in this shower of rubbish we have currently to turn that around either. A Kelly win. And on says, another defeat. Nay clue will blame the players again. On repeat and on to Ross County. <clears throat> another a bit more um, upbeat. Excellent opportunity to get to Hamden. Maybe against Hibs. This is a huge match. Please fucking turn up hearts. If we play to our best, I still believe we can win. We might have to take it to penalties, though. I, I agree with that. And um, just to finish, this is how somebody expects the game to go. And I'll be honest with you, I reckon it could be scarily accurate. So he thinks it'll be Kilmarnock 1-0. Uh, Vassal, unmarked at a set-piece to get the only goal of the game. Hearts to have 72% possession. Rolls and Kent to complete 112 passes to each other. Devlin to get booked. Civic played it right back. Kingsley to go off with a concussion. Clark to hold on to the ball and allow Kelly to get numbers back when we have a chance to counter. Grant to be brought on as a sub. And Hearts to increase the tempo for the last 15 minutes and manage a solitary shot on target. What a bet builder, by the way. <laughs> you know what's brilliant as well? If we win this, we've got to fucking go and see Hearts at Hamden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I might be with Cameron that day. Whatever he just booked. Oh, let's just check the dates, just, just in case. Washing your hair that day, honey. Yeah. I might be. <laughs> it's, it's the first weekend in November. Oh, oh nice well. and warm. Fireworks. Can he? Oh, I'm at Fazenda that day. Unlucky. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, so um the mood is, is pretty pretty low. Uh, I think it's fair to say. Nobody thinks we're gonna win, apart from a couple Muppets. Yeah, but yeah, no, absolutely everybody is in the firing line at the moment. And like I said, it was actually quite interesting reading about William Lansfield. He is, because he is head of recruitment. Apparently, and I checked on his LinkedIn, he's based in London. Yeah. He doesn't even, he's not even based, our head of recruitment's not based up here. Because um, I know Joe Savage takes a hell of a lot of uh, stick at the moment, and Jaggy, quite rightly, he's the boss of these people. So, <sighs> But yeah, nobody's safe. And the Foundation of Hearts as well, that's all getting set alight pretty much at the moment. So. Mm-hmm. My understanding of Balancefield is that he was basically oversees the recruitment, like our the scouts, basically, the scouting network, however big or small that is. And he predominantly looks at looks at under 23s in England. That sounds a bit dodgy, eh? Under 23s <laughs> in England. Um he was it was like when he came in, we got Benny, for example. But there's not been that much from down south other than your your loans, you know. I mean, so I fuck them, get them out as well. Listen, <laughs> I enjoy working from home. I get it, you know. You can right. catch up on a lot of stuff, but like at some point, it gets noticed that you're not doing your job, and I just get starting to get noticed, William. So <laughs> maybe take a couple of trips up and show show face a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, if you take one point from Kilmarnock, Motherwell, St Mirren and Dundee and barely have a shot on goal, fans get angry. Everyone, right, everyone heeds so. on the chopping block. Fuck, he's oh, up. By the way, Jarvis, just to, as well, I don't want to make you even more angry, but I heard through the grapevine that uh, Bobby McLucky is currently out of favour in the B team as well. 
he's been sent to the under 18s. So, oh, like, like I could have disliked Liam Fox anymore. <laughs> you only found out who he was two weeks ago. And <laughs> how he wasn't Jack Ross. <laughs> the same guy. Um, we've spoken about how Kilmarnock. We all know. We all think we know how that's going to go. We same goes for Ross County away on uh, Saturday. So Cameron, let's just go straight to you for buy or sell. All right then. Um, first things first. Before we go to the really jolly questions, let's run through last week. Now, the disclaimer is that due to um, incompetence, I'd say, by a certain member on this podcast, the buy-sell lines were not posted this week, so both Twitter and Instagram did get full marks by proxy. Now, on to the (laughs) scores for the rest of you. Now, Jarvie, in your absence, you did buy everything, so you thought the Hearts would concede less than two. Well done. The other three... Not so good. No. Um, Hearts to score over 1.5. Vargas to score from outside the box. And Hearts to have a man sent off. So, Javi got one. Um, I got four. And the rest of you got three. And where that leaves us is... Paddy at the back on 12. Simon, Javi, Hammy and Instagram on 13. Myself on 15 and Twitter leading the way on 17, but they don't actually have to answer their questions, so what does it matter? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, this week, and I'm fairly confident of where you'll end up on some of these, but, and don't laugh, hearts to progress in the cup and to take at least a point at the weekend. Sell. So. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we play at the weekend? Ross County okay. away. I'm so. All right. I'm going to play the game and buy it. <laughs> purely, purely a point scoring exercise. Um, a penalty in the cup game at any point. I'm so generous. I'll even give you it in a shootout. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to buy that. Sell. Uh, so. <laughs> You didn't say four hearts, did you? No, no, for either side. Oh, somebody. Uh, I'll buy it. Yeah, why not? Oh, I think I'll buy it myself, Paddy. What was the question? Sorry. No, you bought it for that alone. <laughs> right on the next one. Over <laughs> over three point five heart shots on target versus Kilmarnock. Now, bear in mind we had three versus St. Mirren, so at least one more. So over 4.5, did you say? 3.5. 3.5. Ah, sell. <laughs> 4.5, you were an easy sell. <laughs> no, I thought I, I thought at 3.5, I'm an easy sell. I am selling that. I'll buy that. I'm going to buy it as well. One of those shots will be the penalty. <laughs> Paddy? Bye. Buying that as well, yep. I have no idea. <laughs> Barry has checked out the podcast and supporting hearts I think um, and the final one now bear in mind that there are two points between us and 11th place Aberdeen um, so there are teams in there all pretty close 
Hearts to be top six on Sunday night. So. Yeah, I'll sell it. I think we're just clinging on, aren't we? I'm going to sell as well. Sell. I'm going to buy. Paddy, you going to answer? I sell. I sold it. <laughs> That's nice. That's a buy there for Paddy. So, uh... <laughs> and uh, with that, yeah, I'll let you know how we get on next week. Um, and I'll be giving you some questions to look forward to in the, the derby. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> right. I saw I saw the first tweet earlier off. Would you rather? And it was be relegated but win the league cup. And I was like, oh fucking hell, right enough. <laughs> not gonna start. <laughs> like if this continues on, like imagine we just don't win until after those Celtic Rangers games, <laughs> where we're gonna be in the table. Uh, here we, here we, here we fucking go. Hey, join us uh, next week as we look. <laughs> At Kilmarnock and Ross County. Uh, progression in the cup and three points up in Dingwall, I'm sure. And ahead to the Edinburgh Derby. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast and hopefully play along with by ourselves. Um, <laughs> don't forget to leave a generous star rating on whatever you're listening through. Um, aye, until next time, come on the hearts. Can only get better, eh? See you again soon. Uh-huh.